When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One minute after five o'clock in the Southland, Sedano and Cap, your Thursday afternoon. We'll get to what you need to know in just a moment, but shouts out to Grant in L.A. in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust on Twitter, posting what appears to be a montage promo video from the old Sedano at Night, sh- or excuse me, Kaplan at Night, local barter television show you did 10 years ago. And the highlights... Kaplan tonight. No, but it says Kaplan at Night. It's got this weird voiceover, and he's playing with golf balls at the end. <laughs> you know, because Sounds very of, on brand. Because of George and his um, dealer's choice on Tuesday, where George was asking me questions about this late night talk show set and Jim Lampley sitting there, um, I've seen a bunch of people on Twitter on the Circle of Trust say that they've gone down these rabbit holes now. I didn't even know this content was available on YouTube. And now everybody's like hitting me up going, dude, what's up with this show from 2013? I'm like, I don't know. That's what was going on in my life in 2013. What can I tell you? There you go. So go and uh, hunt out. Go down the rabbit hole with Cappy from 10 years ago. Meanwhile, let's go down the rabbit hole. Time for what you need to know. Take it away, Producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. So a Shanghai man has been discovered living undetected in a mall for the past six months, during which he evaded security guards by hunkering down in a tent underneath a staircase. A video depicting the squatter's living spree has gone viral on social media. So I can tweet it out for you guys, but... If you look at, like, man, look a man living in mall, it's all over the place. Uh, he had stowed a tent, a table, a computer, and a chair under the staircase. He would then periodically pop out to charge his devices using the shopping center's outlets. You know, kind of like how Tom Hanks did in that movie, The Terminal. And, yeah, this guy was able to live for six months without anybody finding him out. Pretty crazy. Wow. Hmm. Kind of a good idea, too. I'd go live in Bed Bath & Beyond because it's probably very comfy. Well, it smells nice, too. Yeah. Are there any smell. left? I think there are some left, yes. The ones that are like connected to the malls. Oh, really? This, oh, this guy said that he would, uh, yeah. he would go Online. into a food court at night and like steal food or what? Well, nobody, um, that part nobody, I don't know. That's a good question. Nobody's there. Well, that's what I would do. What do you do? Steal the Orange Julius machine? There's nobody there. <laughs> no, no, I know, but I'd learn how to use the Orange Julius machine. Oh. That's a great like, question. I, one I know night that... I'd have leftover Sbarro well, pizza. A lot of you know? the times they give those things out. Like if you work at a mall and, and stuff and they have extra food. My friend used to work at like a one of the food court thing and they would literally just tell the custom, like people that would walk in they're like, Hey, we have free food. Do you guys want it? So I don't think he needs to steal it. Yeah, but at three AM when he gets the munchies. I mean, but if you got like all this extra food, will he gonna eat it all the time, like at nine PM? <laughs> I don't they think so. He, I don't know why you got such an attitude about it. <laughs> I know, really. Did you hear? She went all Rosie Perez on me. You know what I mean? This guy also had like Just a saying. China dishware set and a PlayStation, too, that he would play. So oh, This guy was living large. Yeah. You had Heck fine yeah. China at the mall? Yeah, apparently. Wow. Anybody here ever work in a food store, a restaurant, if you will? I worked at Panera. In the mall. In the mall. Oh, no. Ooh, no, not in the mall. No, no, no. In the mall. No, 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 no. I worked. Sure. I worked at Sears in the mall, but not a food court. No, no, thing, food. No. Got it in the food court. Nobody's worked in the food court in the mall. Hell no. no. I did. Really? You had hot dog on a stick. No, no, no. <laughs> no I, I worked at a place back in the '80s called Taco Viva. 
Is this where you want to go back to because you got fired and you weren't good at the job? No, that was the Chinese restaurant. Oh, gotcha. That gotcha. was the egg roll house. Oh. <laughs> right. The egg roll house is when Connie fired me. <laughs> Connie. Right. Damn, Connie. Connie fired me because I couldn't remember how much egg foo young was in the pint versus the court. <laughs> But uh, I worked at Taco Viva because I love Taco Viva. And so I wanted to eat the food. So what people would come in and they'd order, you know, a burrito especial. And then I'd screw it up. I'd make it the way I want it. And they go, oh, sorry, gosh, I put the wrong stuff in there. My bad. So you were making the over. food? Yeah, I would like, like, like a kid on a line. You know what I mean? Like everything was already prepared. And then you just put Whoa. the taco meat and mm-hmm. tacos, you know? I guarantee that was like when Beavis and Butthead worked at Burger World, right? <laughs> oh, for sure, dude. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, I worked at McDonald's, man. Taco never Viva. Do there, there's no more Taco Vivas anymore, are there? I don't think so, man. Yeah. Was it a chain? It was at the time. Oh. Yeah, this was like the only, at the, it, this is the early days of like a competitor Taco Bell. They're gone. But like, oh, no, no, they're still around. It says there's really? one in Fort Myers. We should go to Fort Myers. Definitely do it. We <laughs> plug in the, the Comrex <laughs> and just is do it. Is that the one you worked at, Cap? No, I did the one in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I was oh, like, no, this is not a L.A. thing for sure. Mm-mm. Oh, it said that was the first one. Oh, copy. The first Taco Viva opened in February 1968 in Fort Lauderdale. Look at that. How about that? Mm. Well, that's what you need to know. Shit <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Christopher. It sure is. Well, meanwhile, I'll do the tease then. So, tomorrow <laughs> at Black Gold Golf Club. At well, York somebody's got to leave. Well, I didn't know which way we were going. We all got, you know, we all got our left foot out, and nobody knows who's dancing yet. But that's okay. I just wanted to make sure. Is Cappy on YouTube now? We're, we're like the Lakers right He's now. on YouTube. He's no not cohesion. Dancing. Gotta stop that like a child. Hey. child. Wah, wah. Rachel, they're mean to me. <laughs> anyway, tomorrow. Black Gold Golf Club. <laughs> Cappy. Just speaking. <laughs> My voice is still not Yeah, clear all the way that there. throat, girl, will you? Still not all the way there. I'm sorry. Come on, clear that throat. Cappy is getting limoed. From South South LA to Black Gold Golf Club tomorrow, wow. courtesy of our friends at Jackson Limousine Service. That's so right, that Jackson. He, so that he will be there as we start the live broadcast from Black Gold for our inaugural ESPN LA Veterans Day Golf Tournament at at 1 p.m. And we're going to go till 5:30, having a party, party, old party, food, drinks, giveaways, fun, frivolity on the 18th hole balcony. Everybody from the COT knows about the 18th hole balcony. That's why we're not going to have the letters because E and O are gone, and we don't have the budget to get them remade until next year's mm. golf tournament. So. Come on out and press the flesh with us for a Friday afternoon. Tomorrow, Pizza Hut's going to be there. Our friends from Tequila Mandala. Okay? Our friends from Ralph's supplying all the water, Jack. You need mm. that water. You mm-hmm. got to stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Okay? Plus a lot of a few more of our friends are going to be out there too. Roger Dunn Golf and, of course, Sunday Swagger. So be sure to be out there with us tomorrow at Black Gold Golf Club in your Belinda for a Friday afternoon. Do you, you know, think we there's should... any chance that Big E shows up tomorrow with the Big E if just he does, to display it? Yeah, I want to take a picture with the E. You could take if Big E makes it, I'll hug him and I'll take a picture with the E. You're not gonna take the E back though. No, no, because we already budgeted for new letters next year. Got it. And do you think Crypto Ray, who was responsible for taking the O, but then losing the O on the freeway, do you think there's any chance that Crypto Ray shows up with like some homemade version of an O? I would love it. But you know, they're he's, all, they're he's all... here now. Want me to ask him about yeah, it? Yeah, crypto, ask Crypto Ray. Is he going to be he, there? I think he just like went to get food or something. But when oh, he comes back, well, I'm going to ask that, him about that it. That wasn't as helpful as well, I thought it would I, be. I just moment. looked over and he wasn't sitting there anymore. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to Tai Chi. That's one of my favorite restaurants there at the 909. Seriously, yeah. the beef and broccoli and then the Kung Pao chicken with the vegetable fried rice. You do so like it good. more than Viva Taco? No, no, Taco Viva. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. 
And then the COT's having something at the suite at Crypto.com, not Crypto Ray, but Crypto.com Arena on Sunday night for the Lakers game. Now, I'm gonna yep, yep. Tr- Laura and I are going to tr- try to stop by mm-hmm. and say hi to the COT and the Lake. They got their own Lakers suite on who, Sunday uh, night. Who put that together on Hooper's Sunday? X. Hooper's X. Oh, Hooper's X did that. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. And so what did he do? He, he got a suite. Well, you, and then, yeah. so, so he paid for the suite and okay. got all the tickets. I believe it was like 14 tickets. And then, you know, he put it out there and people paid their share. Really? How much yeah. is a suite for a night? Do we know? I don't know. I'm not going to do all that math, Cabby. You can ask him on uh, Twitter. Hey, Google Hooper's it. X, how much, man? DM Cabby. Yeah. Meanwhile, how much for a let's ask Sedona what's going on in Boston. Sedona. Boston. Nothing's going out. on. It's, it's, uh, no, I wish. Um, I did have some oysters. <laughs> they were delicious. Right there in the studio? Not, I'm not in a studio. Oh, okay. I'm at the He's hotel. In a hotel. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, come on, Chris. What's your problem? You know what, Cappy? You could what? be in the greatest studio ever, <laughs> and Sedano could be doing the show from a taxi cab, and he'll he'll beat you. Okay, <laughs> he's beating me. Hey, George, today you're beating me at talk radio. Good job. <laughs> so you had oysters, huh? Do you do you uh, do oysters from the shell, or are you one of those like spoon them out kind of guys? Uh, no. I. Uh, it just depends if they're if the oysters will float out. Like then I'll just take it out of the shell. If and it you'll doesn't, slurp it. Yeah, and if it doesn't, then I use the little fork that they give you. Oh, yeah. Do you put the saltines in there? No, no saltines. You go a little horseradish, you go a little cocktail sauce, a little lemon, you're good. Pinky out. Yeah. No, get pinky out. No, pinky it's out. like, gente, I've seen people when yeah. we go to seafood and That's they're like pinky out. I'm like, what? I put pinky out and I suck really? that thing down. I go, for oysters? Yeah, totally. I've seen that. Oh, yeah. Totally. I was yeah. going to do the noise, but I'm like, mm, I'm not doing that. Nope. <sighs> Have you guys ever had a hooter shooter? What's that? I, know, an, I think I paid extra for that once. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> when I worked at Hooters, they had oysters there, which uh-huh. they were actually pretty good. And they would have the oyster, and then it was a, like a shot of Tabasco, and then oh, what was the third element to it? It's like a stoplight, you know, those shots that they And you do. just go boom, boom, boom. Yes, it was like a yeah. shot of something, and then the, the oyster, and then the shot of the hot sauce. Have you guys had the... Yeah, never mind. What? Nothing. It, my voice is just weird. Sorry. Right, but 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 what were you gonna say? Because now I don't. When you say when you stop yourself, it makes me think that you think that you shouldn't say it. But well, now I want to know what you're gonna say. I forgot what the shots are called, but you literally do six shots straight. There's like a specific name for it, and you have to. And they're all color coded, and you have to be careful because a lot of people can't make it to the six shot. Ugh, that doesn't sound fun at all. I Not mean, I've done it in all. college. I was yeah. such a good boy at dinner last night, Cap. You'll be proud of me and Shidano. I only had two glasses of wine and was back in my hotel room at East Central by 7, 10 p.m. Wow. Saying, I'm not going to drink anymore tonight or eat. So I got into bed and I put on the uh, Get Gotti on Netflix special. And then a Spark Steakhouse, of course, that's where they whacked Big Paul, popped up and I sent a picture to Keyshawn because him and I used to do bits about it. He called me 10 seconds later and goes, are you watching the Gotti Netflix thing? I said, yeah. He goes, so am I. And then we talked like two Aww. high school boys talking about life Aww. for See? 10 to 10 minutes. See, like think about how you and Key are now back on the same page. We're back and better than ever, as somebody you know? once said. Right. You guys are so connected that you were watching this Gotti special on Netflix at the same time. And then all of a sudden now you're talking again. You're telling each other you love each other again. No, it's the holiday season coming up. This yeah, song doesn't nice. work for you and Key. I need to find a better one. Something this more aggressive. Mm, yeah, this is very Clinton. <laughs> yeah, this is the thong song, maybe. The thong. <laughs> right. Maybe the thong song. Could you, would I work could for see you. Key in a cheetah thong. Oh, my God. Hey, Crypto Ray has resurfaced, and I have, happen to have an extra headset here. You want me to put them on? Absolutely. Why not? I mean, why not? I guess. What the hell? <laughs> Chris. Cappy, I mean, yep. Shinado could take down two more oysters while we do that. 
I had 10 already today. Yeah, just in this segment. Well, you've, <laughs> you've left me alone trying to drive this mess. Well, I mean, I don't know when to jump in because just, I'm well, not. It's your name, Shinano. Okay, but you guys were rolling. What do you want me to do? Rolling is we a were rough. Rolling de- about Taco it's, Viva. It's a rough description of what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. far, we've talked about Taco Viva. Uh, Some bad the shots. Queen's, the Queen's employment at McDonald's. That no, was bad. Uh, and Lindsay baseball and Hooters. All right, put Crypto Ray on. Let me say hello. Well, you know what Ray's. I do want to do is I do want to talk to Cody about this pet python. <laughs> oh, I also want to know his Python story. He's I got mean, a, the pet Python's got an Instagram page if you want to check it out. No what? way. No yeah. way. Tell really? Me. Wait, me Cody, you Cody's, have a mic back there. It's just Instagram.com slash Cody's pet Python. I really, really, really the, the don't Python? Like, oh, yeah. he says you, you're full of BS. Oh, I've seen the Python. Oh, really? Oh, God. Anyway, where's Crypto Ray? He's here. Let me talk. I haven't talked. He hasn't been on our air since 7 Eleven? No. So, Hi, Crypto. Since we met him. At Riviera for the uh, oh. with Travis that day at uh, Genesis Invitational. Crypto Ray, how you doing, buddy? Hang on, hang on. He's got his mic is a little backwards here. Well, okay, maybe because he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, you're probably right. You know? <laughs> you know. I know. Oy vey, I'm looking what's going on here. Looks like Sorry, Crypto guys. might have on a Sunday swagger shirt. All right. Could have just asked him. Crypto Ray, yeah. of course, uh, for people that are listening, going, what is this mess? He is the general of the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust on Twitter. And I think all the different communities. Is he ready to go yet? Crypto, you there? Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. not working. What? Yeah, oh, this it's, not, is great. it's not working. All right, forget about it. Marconi award-winning segment it. here. All right, we'll talk to Crypto Ray later. <laughs> no, you know George Sedano. You know what we are now, Chris? You know what we are after it's this Very segment? small market, my friend. Yeah, no, we're, we're scumbags right now. That's <laughs> what we are. We've been relegated to that, well, that term. It felt like the segment was a car crash. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 17 minutes after 5 o'clock, sit out of cap your Thursday afternoon. If you go deep 98 degrees, you know this joint. Because today, happy birthday to the one and only... There he is right there going, ooh, yeah. Nick Lachey, happy birthday, Jack. Oh, I can feel it, Cappy. Can you? Kind of a little bit. I'm starting to. All of a sudden, my shoulders are shaking. Even somewhere, Cody's Python is dancing to this. 
He's in a cage somewhere, and he's dancing. Well, you got me. I went and started looking up Cody's Python on Instagram. <laughs> Cody, Cap. Cody from the Funny Games Department. He's uh, running the social media setup tonight. Cappy, that thing is huge. And we, <laughs> I saw it. You saw it? Yeah. Plus, it, see it. it was only a few months ago that producer Lindsay Baseball and I saw Nike Lachey in person. Mm-hmm. Cerritos uh, Performing Arts Center. Something about six grand. I don't know. But it wasn't six grand to get in and see Nick Lachey, though, wins. No, well, Biggie just uh, hit hit the circle of trust, and he said he knows a setup when he hears one. <laughs> that was he, funny. He says, "I bring back the Big E tomorrow to Black Gold." Next thing I know, I'm in the back of a van, <laughs> the A Team van, and we're whisking away down your Belinda Boulevard. <laughs> Try to get to the fifty. Comes together. Try to get to the fifty-seven freeway quickly. Right. All right. Uh, Don't Lindsay you think baseball. it's weird that that Cisco and the Thong song, like Cisco and Nick Lachey, have the same birthday, considering Nick Lachey sang the Thong song at that concert? He did perform. They performed a lot of songs from the 90s that were not their own, and they really made a jam. Great 90s medley. It was. Shidano. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I'm sorry. Yeah. They did do that one, too. Are we done with the oysters, or are we still got more? He's still slurping the oysters. I haven't eaten oysters in a while. I had them earlier, and oh. I also had uh, Ghirardelli's Intense Dark Chocolate, 90, 92% cacao. Well, I mean, dark chocolate is for grownups. I mean, milk chocolate is for children, so come on. What 92? makes it more intense than normal dark chocolate? Um, well, the the percentage of cacao. Yeah. That, cacao, cacao. Cacao yeah. is chocolate. No, right, I, I got it's it. It's the original oh. chocolate, yeah. right? And it's um, it the more cacao, the less sugar. Yep. Well, who doesn't like more cacao? Mm. And it's actually better for you too. The more it has. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody, settle down. Uh, sorry. I'm serious. If I'm gonna eat chocolate. True. I want it to be sweet. That's just me. Pero. Yeah. Pero what? Pero what? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Yo ya no digo nada. You've See, been proud that. of me today, Laura. You'd have been very proud of me today. I had to bust out my Spanish today, buddy. Really? Let me tell you. Oh, for sure. Um, oh. So I was, I'm, I'm here at my house today, and uh, my neighbors are cutting down trees, right? And I mean, the, these things are falling over the fence, and my whole backyard is like littered with massive trees that are just like down on the ground. And I'm like, yo, nobody said anything? Like, nobody came over, knocked on the door, and goes, hey, you know, we're going to be cutting down trees. A lot of it's going to fall on your side, just so you know. And then I'm thinking to myself, well, I can't clean this stuff up. I mean, is somebody going to clean it up? So I walk outside, and I see the gentleman who is working on the other side of the fence, and I said, hola, mijo, like that. Ooh. What? Mijo? What's wrong with that? Amigo. Probably amigo. Yeah, you called him been... son? Yeah, you called him son. Me? Oh, I didn't know that mijo meant son. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Every time I walk into the gas station, there's this girl, and she goes, hola, mijo. And I yeah, thought, but that's oh. different. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> different. I that's thought something. she's calling me like, hey, nice guy. No. Well. Uh, well, there she might be like. Trying yeah. to hit on you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, she said to me, she goes, hola, mijo. So I walk out and in front of the house. I go, yo, hola, mijo. And he looks mm. at me and he kind of had like, and now that I think about it, he did have kind of a little bit of a weird look on his <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah, because of what you called him. Right. I didn't know that. I probably thought, thought you were saying, trying to put him in the back of the van. I thought I was saying something <laughs> friendly and polite. And, um, and he actually said to me in Spanish, once he heard me say, hola, mijo, he said to me in Spanish, I don't actually know what he said, but I think he said, <laughs> I, I heard the word permiso. Con permiso? Permiso. permiso. And I said, I said, si. Sí. And now all of a sudden this guy thinks I speak fluent Spanish because I think what he asked me was, probably could he come over to my side and, and you know, clean up the mess? You know, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like working on like, limpia los arboles? Like, you know, like help a brother out here, you know? And, um, and then, so now this guy, the rest of the day, like was knocking on my door, speaking Spanish to me. And I just kept saying, si, as if I knew what he was saying, but I heard permiso. Mm. 
And I thought he was asking for permission to come clean up the mess. No, permiso is like, excuse me. Yeah, like, like it depends what he said before, like con permiso or, yeah, it just depends. I thought he was context. asking for permission. But that's like a good question because my mom, our, my mom's house, the neighbor, she has like someone that comes and does the yard and they always make a mess and leave it. And we've oh, no. told them like, yo, like that's not. That's not on us to pick up, you know? You got to clean it, right, right? And it's like always a battle with the gardener and my neighbor. And I'm like, listen, ma'am, we've been cool. We've all been living here for years, but your gardener doesn't get it together. And the guy's like, well, it's in your yard. Yeah, because you put it there. Like, clean it up. And it's always a mess. So that's a good question, Cap. Mm. They should clean oh, it up. They did. Oh, they good. Did See, they're good job. gardeners. They did an outstanding job. My neighbor's awesome. gardeners are very good. Yes. Mm. Uh, Cappy, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when the Chargers clean up against the Lions and then they've won three in a row and they've beaten one of your little teams? And like, what are you going to do when that happens? Well, what if it doesn't happen? No, no. Let's start with what if it happens? Because because I think it's possible. Well, yeah, it is possible. I mean, it is definitely possible that the Chargers playing in Los Angeles, not that it's a home game for them, but at least they didn't have to travel far it is possible that they could beat the Lions. In fact, George, I got to think about it for a second here. AFC teams that are sort of middle of the road against the better NFC teams. For example, can you believe that the Jets at one point beat the 49ers, right? Um, there, I, I want Who beat uh, Philadelphia? Somebody, somebody. No, no, no. It's the Jets that beats Philadelphia. Okay, no. Jets beat Philly, and who? Okay, and who beat San Francisco? Who? Oh, Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland. beat San Francisco. Right. So you have you have Cleveland. in controversial fashion. Okay, but you have a no, middle of the road no. AFC team in Cleveland. It's true. Try to beating a team like San Francisco, and it was controversial. There were there were definitely Cleveland caught breaks. Um, and then you have a team like the Jets, a terrible team like the Jets that beat a really good team like Philadelphia. So right. when you have middle of the road AFC teams that beat upper echelon NFC teams, it is not inconceivable that the Chargers could beat the Lions. However, however, the Chargers are winning, have won two straight games. They've beat the pathetic Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. who are starting a rookie quarterback who is making history in that game as the first ever rookie from Division Two to start an NFL game. Ever. Like, as a quarterback. In his do, you re- do you realize, though, and then they beat the Jets, right? Do you realize the pathetic Jets? Do you real? They weren't pathetic when you were touting them for no, three no, weeks. no. They weren't. But what you know what they were? They were pathetic by the time they got to this game when their two tackles were out, their guard was out. Excuse me, their center was out, and their two guards were both hurt, and one of them broke his hand in the game. So, so according, yeah, terrible. A, according to the Action Network, the Detroit Chargers game. Okay, eighty-three mm-hmm. percent of the bets have been on the Lions, and ninety-four percent of the money. So that means 17% of the bets have gone on the Chargers and only 6% of the total money is on the Chargers right now. Mm-hmm. And they're three-point dogs at home. That's right. So what do you think? You're going to take, take the Chargers later? Because we're going to do our I, NFL picks later. I'll tell you in uh, 50 minutes. Okay. Oh, look at that. I know. Nice tease. That was and that was a you know that's not just coming up what's next. He's locking you in for as we say an extra quarter hour. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's uh, you know front selling as they say. Yeah, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love how you guys do these like tactics and then you explain them on the air. Right. (laughs) We were talking actually that came up in a content call meeting today. A front sell. That's called front selling. Not just front selling, but how we talk about it. We direct the audience. Hey, we're going to go long here. We're going to move this. We direct. That's the future. In 2024, we're taking the brakes off this thing. Oh, let's do it. We might go three hours nonstop one day. You never know. That would be much better. 
Right. And then we could also do a horizontal tease, like yeah. tease for tomorrow, exactly. which means yes. which means at this time tomorrow, yes. you guys will be wrapping up at black. Well, you'll have wrapped up at black gold and you'll have the uh, the big party, I would imagine, afterwards. Yeah. Lindsay, are you taking me to the airport afterwards? Are we going to the airport together? Or is that not happening? Yes, I'll take you to the airport. Kevin. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Fantastic. You're such a you've been such a diva on this whole thing. I know I have been. I moved really mountains has. to make this work tomorrow. Moved mountains. Make no mistake, George Sedano. Uh, I moved mountains it, it, to make this black gold broadcast work tomorrow. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Because you're so underpaid. Well, I didn't say I was underpaid, <laughs> even though I am underpaid. Uh-huh. There's, no, there's no question about oh, it. Oh, really? Oh, there's no doubt. Really? 100%. Oh, okay. Hey, speaking of black gold, I got crypto right here, and I got it all figured out. If you want to ask him about the circle. Is he ready? Right. Yeah, he's right ready. Here. He's right here. Crypto Ray, you coming out tomorrow to the balcony, and you bring in a homemade circle? I'm not sure about the homemade circle, but I might be bringing Elvis oh. uh, to the black hole. Wait, who's oh, yeah. Elvis? Oh, you haven't heard about this? So no. uh, Crypto Ray here winds up connecting with an Elvis guy at the like the Brea Mall on like a Saturday morning. Brea Mall still pops, by the way. And the next thing yeah, you know, Crypto Ray has now, the general has recruited an Elvis to the Circle of Trust. Crypto, do I have the story right? That is correct. Uh, met him while we were waiting for some food at the food court. We were both kind of complaining together and then we started talking all these people wanted pictures of him i asked him if do you have an agent he said he doesn't so um i went ahead and got dibs on that before cappy swoops in on elvis so um i did take him to meet cappy cast on sunday which was fun so now the circle includes elvis and a puppet that Um, is correct you know, it really does offend me when you call Lil Cappy a puppet. I just want to be clear on that, that that's offensive language. Is Lil Cappy coming tomorrow? I'm sure. I'm Lil, sure Lil Cappy, Cappy needs to be rationed on the Sedona and Cap Circle of Trust. <laughs> he needs, like, Twitter privileges, yes. He needs to, yeah. like, have his posts limited. Yeah. No, no. Ooh. Here's what I would say. If Lil Cappy's listening right now, you are allowed three posts a day, okay? <laughs> that's George, it. George, are you going to delete his posts as the moderator? I will. If there's more than three, I would delete it. When he's randomly <laughs> posting pictures of, like, my co- our colleague Lisa Salters on Monday Night Football. Maybe just with no, with, <laughs> That was a right, great one. <laughs> but with no context. Just, here's Lisa Salters. Right. Here she is, in case you <laughs> didn't know. Here she is. Here's Lisa TV. Salters. It wasn't yeah, even yeah. her in real life. Yeah. Come on, little so, Cappy. Oh, man. Pick it up, so little Cappy. Little, little Cappy, you get three tweets a day. That's All right, it. So, so Crypto Ray, so now we have an official Elvis inside the Circle of Trust. Is this true, General? Um, that is correct. Um, we're working on getting his uh, social media together oh, uh, so we can get, get him in. But there is another Elvis in the Circle. Um, I believe it's Elvis IE. Yes. In, uh, Inland Empire, I believe. Yes. Right. So we might have to work something out there. Have an Elvis off. Or something oh, like no. that. Yeah, that, no, no, I think it's a good idea. In fact, I'm going to throw an idea at you guys, but maybe next Thursday at Yamava Resort and Casino at the 909, the greatest sports bar on the planet, maybe we do an Elvis off next week, and the winner becomes the official Elvis of the Circle of Trust. And the other guy, mm. he's the unofficial Elvis. That, that could work. This, guy, this guy's pretty good. This, I've never met the uh, Elvis IE except for uh, through social media, but um, this other Elvis, you've seen him, Cappy, he's... He's well, I'm going to I'm going to challenge him tomorrow to sing "Suspicious Minds" with me, and we'll okay. see how good he is. Okay, Crypto Ray, we'll All see right. you tomorrow today. Tomorrow, right. not today. We'll see you tomorrow at Black Gold Golf Club in your Belinda at the 18th hole balcony, one to five thirty p.m. with Cappy, producer Lindsay, corporate Greg, and myself. Meanwhile, Radio Tinder's coming up. George, I'll just tease this one out. Radio Tinder's coming up in just a second. 
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Little after 5.30 in the Southland. Sit out and cap on a Thursday afternoon. It is Radio Tinder time. We like to play a TV theme or a movie that always means something to me. That's how we do this. This is the theme song to Child's Play. Oh, man. And on this day in 1988. Oh, Chucky. Chucky. Child's Play premiered in theaters. And as I've talked about many times, as a youth, I was scared of Chucky because my mother. Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? Exactly. (laughs) My mother would torture me by chasing me around the house with a Chucky doll. I was like seven. What? Oh, yeah. And then she would leave it for me, like, in the bathroom. So when I would wake up in the morning and go in there, there was Chucky on the toilet. Whoa. Your mom was, your mom no. would if she did that to you. No. She was a, she was a quite a oh, prankster. My, I anyway. was so afraid of him. Yeah. It's a bad oh, man, guy, that's Chucky. Bad. That, that's bad what your mother did to you. <laughs> I know. That's really bad. Like, my mom would always threaten me. She would tell me that my big mouth was going to get me into trouble one day. And True. she would threaten to sew my mouth shut. And then one day she and actually she put me did. down on the ground and she had like a, a needle and, and uh, you know, whatever it is. And she was like trying to stick the needle into my lips, you know? What the bleep? I mean, I was having fun there for a second. Then you- um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Abuse. Yeah, that's what yeah. that was. I think that yeah. was an think- Law and Order episode or something. <laughs> Seriously? No, it was from <laughs> I mean, Hocus Pocus, was just remember? Physical abuse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours Hocus was mental Pocus. abuse, Chris. Well, <laughs> damn, I thought my mom was bad and the chancla was bad, but you know, I'll take that any day. Anyway, take it away, Linz. Well, I got to do the billboard. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you finally want to jump in, and that's where you got me. Well, I just want—I want to get move on from the you know needles in the lips. You know, <laughs> change the vibe. Yeah. You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right. They'll be out there tomorrow at Black Gold with us. Uh, tequila Mandala, life-changing tequila, founded in the city of Downey, just like me. Take it away, like producer. Right there. What? Thanks, Christopher. Just like that guy. You. I heard. Yeah, just uh, like him. I heard Cody sent you a picture of Chucky. Yeah, of Chuck. Right. The, a Chuck. The, Chuck the pet python. Yep. Wait, the python's name is Chuck. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Huh. I wonder like how big he is compared to Spooky the milk snake. My old roommate's. No, I was gonna snake. say your old roommate snake, right? <laughs> Spooky yeah. the milk snake is that like a real snake or is that yes. like code for something else? <laughs> Don't you remember? Take it away, producer Lizzie. 
snakes, Christopher? <laughs> Milk snakes. That was definitely a real thing. Um, so the Chiefs, of course, they emerged victorious from their matchup in Germany against the Dolphins on Sunday. The eight-and-a-half-hour flight from Kansas City is pretty grueling, especially in a commercial plane that isn't built to fit the frames of NFL players. Well, speaking with his brother Jason on the latest episode of the New Heights podcast, Travis Kelsey talked about the seating arrangements, and he said that he was actually very surprised that the coaches and their wives took the regular seats and let all the players sit in first class. He said that they had the chance to lie down because they had the lie down seats, and so he was really thankful for that. I want to ask you guys, would you ever take an overseas flight if you were not in first class? Swipe left or swipe right? <laughs> Boy, I don't know what that laugh means necessarily. I am not sure what that laugh means. I'm George Sedano. <laughs> uh, George, you cracked me up. Yeah. That's What's funny. the deal? Would you ever take an overseas flight if you weren't in first class, George? <laughs> What do you think, Cap? No, because I could. I I am thank. I am very fortunate that I can afford to pay for the nicer seat. Yes. Okay. Um, my answer is, of course, yes. I have flown overseas, um, and I have sat in coach. I've done it. I flew. How long? Um, I twelve hours, something what? like that. I flew to uh, Fiji one time, and I I was in uh, coach. And um, I flew to uh, Frankfurt, Germany one time, and I was in coach. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can do it. No problem. Don't like it, but I can do it. Uh, no, I'm going to prefer first class, or I'm not going to go. Wow. For a long flight? I mean, what's, like, the longest flight you will do that you don't have to be in first class? That's I used question. to go to Houston, and I did it Southwest because it was the fastest way from LAX to Hobby Airport, and okay. it was... Three. So if I had to go further, I would stop in Houston and then break it up. So mm -hmm. if I had Vegas. to go to New York, I would stop in Houston, do business for a day or two, and then go to New York. So you wouldn't do New York straight in like regular class? When I used to do New York every week, it was first class. I was, our old company, Premier Radio yeah. Networks, that wow. George and I worked at, they I, took care of things. Yeah, Vegas would be the only place. I've done it. I've gone on Southwest, which you know you I don't love. You wouldn't go further? You wouldn't go to like... Vegas is the only place... Maybe like Salt Lake. <laughs> wow. let me but let me pose this It's a little further. I went to Punta Can. Oh, no, actually, I was in first class. And I, JK. All right, but hold on, George. Mm -hmm. If I told you it was going to cost you $12,000 for you and your wife to fly to Fiji first class, mm -hmm. or I told you that it was going to cost $2,000 for you and your wife to fly to Fiji, but you had to sit and coach, would you pay the $12,000 versus the $2,000? If I can afford it, I would pay the twelve thousand. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't. I, I, again, I don't think you pay the twelve thousand if you're living beyond your means. But if I could afford, afford it, if I could afford the twelve thousand, then I would pay for the twelve thousand. Because if I'm going to take that trip to Fiji for fourteen hours or whatever it is, fourteen, you said, 12, 14, something like twelve, that. whatever. I think you can actually go direct LAX eleven hours. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm flying eleven hours, okay. Um, I'm absolutely, and I can afford it. Now, listen, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. And for many, 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 for the vast majority of my life, I couldn't afford it. But I'm very blessed. I'm very like fortunate to do what we do for a living. And I've done I right with some money, and I can afford that stuff. But if I couldn't afford it, I would do the coach. Yes, I would do it. But if I can, I would rather go and be 
more comfortable. Yes. Say this right now. I can't afford to fly for twelve thousand bucks. Two thousand, I could probably put it together. Because you have like fifty-five kids. Yeah, twelve thousand not happening. I mean, you fly in spirit, Cap. That is true. I'm flying Spirit tomorrow night. Let me tell you, you something, Spirit. You and you and Chad Ochocinco. You and right. Chad Johnson fly Spirit. Let me tell you something, Spirit. Tomorrow night, all I'm asking is this: I like it to be on time, and I like to get my bags when I land. But tomorrow we got to make it. Okay, no excuses. We got to start. Make it. Don't start. I'm taking the last flight out days, tomorrow night. Just carry on a bag. Don't start because then all your little minions in the circle of trust. We want to go, oh, you guys should have let Cappy take the day off. It's so tough that he's got this giant Subaru endorsement, and we're asking him to be at a Subaru event. <laughs> oh, no. What, oh, right. what's gonna, but, if you people understood how much this guy makes, yeah. you would not cry. But, a, a, let me tell you guys, anybody. I don't make enough to You'd fly first class. Like George but I, just yes, you do. But I'll yes, tell you, you this do. right now. I'll tell you this, everybody. If I, don't make, if I don't make this football game on Saturday, you will never hear the end of it, ever. Guess what? If one more person complains... And all all weekend long about this, we're taking down the whole circle. Uh-oh. Oh, you're gonna burn it down! Burn it down! Uh oh, what? How First do you how do you suckers gonna feel Sunday night when you're sitting suckers. that suite and there's no more circle of trust? How you gonna feel? Aren't you gonna be in the suite with possibly, them? Possibly, possibly. Okay. They might you might have to protect me if they get rowdy. <laughs> you jabronis. <laughs> all right, baseball. What's next? All right, so the Utah Jazz decided to make an interesting yet funny switch to their Wi-Fi network for their 50th anniversary season, while your average NBA team and arenas probably have, like, you know, a run-of-the-mill standard uncreative title for their internet connection. Owner Ryan Smith likes to have a little fun. So while he was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, he said that the Delta Center's Wi-Fi name is Jordan Pushed Off, which a lot of people think is very funny because of mm-hmm. the, the play with the Jordan pushing off and so on and so forth. So do you guys have a standard Wi-Fi name for your network at home? Swipe left or swipe right? No, no, I don't. It's just whatever the, you know, the cable thing gave me. You I was had like a good punny creative one? No, but I had friends who have had funny ones. Oh, actually, I've told this story before. I don't know it was the last time I've told it. Maybe not with this group. But uh, Ramona and I um, were at the NBA Finals in 2019. It was the Raptors and Warriors. And you might have heard Ramona tell the story about how Barack Obama was there and how he um, he kind of shouted out Doris and Ramona real quick in the hallway. But what I noticed was because I was in the in the ESPN suite with Wilbon and Stephen A and all them and they Ramona was talking about it and she's like and I'm like, oh, OK. So I went to go on my phone just randomly and then there was a Wi-Fi that was I don't remember what it was like what the name of it was, but it was clearly that it was him. <laughs> like it was a Wi-Fi just for the former president. <laughs> like it was pretty insane. Like I looked at it, I remember like screenshotting it and we were sending it to Mace because we knew he'd have FOMO. I bet you Mace probably <laughs> still has that screenshot. Um, I do have a name for my network at my house, my Wi-Fi, because I don't like it when the cable company just gives it to you and it's got like all these letters and all these numbers. So I always ask the cable guy to change the name of it before he leaves. I did not name my Wi-Fi network. My daughters did. Do you guys want to know what it's called? Yes. Sure, go ahead. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Chris? Yeah, go ahead. My Wi-Fi network in my house is D's Nuts. Is that the is that for the five G or just the regular? No, it's for the five G. <laughs> okay. It's for the five G. That's Jesus. very on track. Yeah. Oh uh, well, when I recently moved into um, a new apartment and my roommate named it Girls Gone Wireless, and she thought it was so funny. She was like, "Oh yeah, our Wi-Fi is Girls Gone Wireless," and I was like, "Ha, 
Hilarious. Well, you better not be like that to your roomie. Hilarious. No, I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> well, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. All right. So uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but People Magazine named the sexiest man alive officially last night. And did you guys know who the winner is? Hey, listen, I don't want to I didn't want to bring it up, okay. you know. Well, the Just finalists were Pe- Pedro Pascal, Timothy Chalamet, Usher, Jamie Foxx and Lenny Usher. Kravitz. And the Ugh, winner Usher. was Patrick Dempsey, which I don't know. I just don't. I don't really see it. Do you? Do you guys think Patrick Dempsey is the sexiest man alive? I don't know if I find uh, any of those dudes overly sexy, but it turns out that a lot of people will say to me, oftentimes, George. I'm sure you've heard this many times. Boy, Cap, you look a lot like Patrick Dempsey. So oh, yeah. while he may be the sexiest man alive, I'm I'm probably not too far behind. <laughs> so what were you? Maybe six or seven on the list. Well, I'm just saying, a lot of people say to me, go, Cap, you look, like, you look like a lot like Patrick Dempsey. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. I mean, he's hot, I'm hot. What can I tell you? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Cappy, what do you spend your money on? Like, everybody's got something <laughs> that they spend money on, right? Like, you know, like, for me, it's travel. I like to travel comfortably. Like, I will spend whatever, if, if within my means, I will spend whatever amount of money I need to spend as long as I travel comfortably. Now, I'm cheap on other things. Like, my wife literally cuts coupons on the Sunday paper. Cappy's uh, house s- is a compound. <laughs> so is it that? No, it's lawyers. Oh, well, <laughs> oh there's that. Cap, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's, like, funny and sad. At the hey, you spend yeah. good money on lawyers. By the way, if you get into an accident, just call Jacob, 844-24-JACOB. It actually is pathetic. It really is. The amount of money that I've spent on lawyers... And it, it's been, let's see, separated in 16, divorced in 19, and still, to this day, I mean literally to this day, hours and hours and hours of legal bills. Ugh. Yeah, don't get divorced, people. George, do me a favor. Don't get Ugh. divorced. He yeah, wouldn't. Not, not planning on it. I know. Um, I didn't plan on it either. Yeah, but you kind of knew after a while. Well, I knew after like nine years. I was like at that nine-year mark, and I'm like, I'm supposed to do it before 10 years, and I didn't. Wow, what's the difference? Oh, huge. In this state, yeah. 10 years is a big difference. Yeah, it's a big oh, threshold. If you go if you go under 10 years, you pay half mm-hmm. of the amount of time you were married. So wow. if you're under 10 years, you pay five years. Yeah. But if you're over 10 years, it's a long-term marriage, and then you're just paying forever. Plus, you got all those kids stuff that I got yeah. you know, yeah. calculated. Yeah. But so that's, that's the answer, years. George. Uh, kids yeah. and lawyers. Wow. Not in that order. Well, and dinners with Rachel. That's true. But that's she's true. got a lot of money. She does have a lot of money, a lot too. Of so money. that's right. She's like your sugar mama. Yeah, who does, like, Rachel has a really nice house. Like, does she, I don't, you know. House does is. She, does yeah. she, yeah. Yeah, does there she you spend go. money on all that stuff? Oh, she's she's a spender, too, man. Okay. She's a yeah, big I, I don't, I don't, but I'm not, like I just told you, my wife, I'm not even joking when I say that. Literally clips coupons on Sundays I, and enjoys it. So it's like there are certain things that we, you indulge in and some things you don't like i i there are certain things i won't pay more for than than i think i are are the requisite amount that it should be like i have I, on principle alone like i don't you know what i don't do i don't usually use grubhub and those uh, services no disrespect to the drivers but i can i don't mind getting in my car and going and getting it and saving myself the eight dollars in fees or whatever the hell it is let me tell you this last night i was at this restaurant right and the girl but i'll spring for first class if i need to but i won't on principle alone i won't spend the eight dollars 
uh, uh, just based on the fee that Grubhub with you. charges. I'm with you, and I can appreciate that. But listen to this. Last night I'm at dinner, and this I'm watching this Laker game, and this girl comes over to the table, and she's got one of those little toast calculator thingies or, like, those little computers, right, that you put your card in. And she said to me, she goes, okay, that'll be $90. And I went, that's the first time a waitress has ever told me how much it costs before putting the bill in front of me and letting me look at it. So I didn't even think twice about it, and then I paid it, and then I was like, something doesn't seem right because it was like Wine Wednesday, half price wine. The bottle of wine should have been seventeen, not thirty-four. And mm-hmm. I actually asked this girl to please reverse the entire thing and refund it so that I could repay it, so I could save the seventeen dollars. How about that? Good for you. I, I would do that on principle. I get it. By the way, Pepe Mantilla just texted and says you look like Stan Hardy, uh, Stan Laurel of Laurel and Hardy. You know who I hear a lot is Gary Sinise. But I think Patrick Dempsey's hotter, so I go with Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> Gary Sinise got a good bod, though. You say he got a good bod? Yeah, man. You didn't see him in uh, Forrest Gump? Yeah, but that was like 25 years ago. I know, but he was jacked for as Lieutenant Dan. Well, I was jacked Way back then, too. 25 years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I know. But you're not jacked now. No, I'm not. And I'm going to get jacked, Jack. And by okay. the way, as Veterans Day approaches, nobody has done more, I think, from a celebrity standpoint for the troops than Gary Sinise. That's true. That is so true. Shouts out to him. Mm-hmm. Excellent point. Um, all right, that is, te- uh, that is Tequila Mandala. That is Radio Tinder presented by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. They need to get into Massachusetts. I would have had some of that today. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Up your game and demand the extraordinary cappy with Tequila Mandala. All right. Hey, Blake Harris is coming up next. We have not talked to Blake since the end of the Dodger season, but the GM meetings are going on, and there's a lot of stuff we want to talk to Blake about, including are the Dodgers locked and loaded to make a run at Otani? We'll get there. Eight minutes in front of six o'clock. Sedano and Cap Show on a Thursday Ooh. afternoon. Oh, yeah. Because on this day in 1997, in what was called the Montreal screw job, sexy boy, wrestler Bret Hart, my guy, <laughs> lost his final match in the WWF via submission. Kind of like when Cappy mounts me, he lost to Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid. And of course, this was his intro music. You used to, I used to dance to this as a kid, Cappy, you know? Let me see. Let me see what you got. Sexy boy. Sexy oh, nice. Boy. Nice. Oh, shake that this thing. Is, this is when wrestling was at its peak, man. Oh, dude, like, shake that dump truck. <laughs> let me tell you something. Wrestling in the, in the 90s was at a different level. Oh, it was so good. I, you do, I do have a dump truck, though. Oh, man. Especially a, in the tan Travis Matthew golf pants. Yeah. You, you really that, see that thing move. That you, nice Sunday swagger, uh, that, that quarter zip's looking sharp today. Thank you. You kids don't know what you were missing with uh, wrestling in the so 90s. It's so true. Yeah. And wrestling now sucks compared to back yeah. then. It's no. not even close. When you used to be able to, after school, put your friend in a sharpshooter and act like you were Brett the Hitman Hart and he would yeah. scream out mommy, then you yeah. slapped him across the face and said, shut up, kid. I would always put my friends in a figure four. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put you in a figure four next time, I think. How about Blake Harris? You going to put him in a figure four? Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> I would love to. Him and his uncle. <laughs> His uncle looks like he'll take you out, bro. Be careful. Blake, you ever been in a figure four? 
yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think right now about what a figure four is because I, kn- I know nothing about wrestling. So I don't uh, know if that's a good or a bad thing. If, no. If I want to be in a figure four or no, I would no. not I would not like to be in a Next figure four. Next time we four. see you, I'm going to put you in one and then you decide. <laughs> <laughs> or, George, I'll, I'll George, you know what would be great that. today? George, yeah. you, be, you being in Boston, if I threw you down and put you in a Boston crab, you ever been in a oh. Boston crab? It's a great move. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's never been. He doesn't know what a figure four is, so he definitely doesn't know what a Boston crab is. I know. I'll put you in a Boston crab. <laughs> uh, Blake, are the Dodgers getting Otani? What do you think? What's going to happen here? What are they? What have they done to set themselves up to get Otani here? I've been kind of 50-50 through the first couple weeks of the offseason about whether or not the Dodgers get Otani, but there was a report today where my confidence level actually grew pretty significantly. There was a report that came out that said Shohei Otani might be considering a shorter-term contract with a higher you know, average salary with creative opt-outs where maybe in two or three years he can opt out and test the free agency market again. Now, if that's the case, I think Andrew Friedman and the Dodgers are going to be all over this. We know this is the kind of contract they prefer. It's what they tried to do with Bryce Harper when they offered him that four-year, $180 million contract. So Shohei really is open to a shorter-term contract. I don't see any way that the Dodgers are outbid. I mean, I could see them getting absolutely crazy where they offer him something like $50 million a year over the course of four years with an opt-out after 2025, after 2026. Because if you're Shohei Otani, sure, you can get you know a $400, $500 million contract right now. But if you have an opt-out at the end of 2025 and you're still putting up these kind of numbers, you can make potentially 100 to $200 million more. So if that's the case, I think the Dodgers are by far the team to beat. Yeah, there's been all these reports about other names um, around Major League Baseball teams that are going to have interest in or, or try and make the play for Otani. But to, to George's question, you know, what have they done? Like, it just seems like they've actually positioned themselves financially to make the big run at Otani. Yeah, I mean, obviously they, they can afford him at any price they want. And we saw what they did last year with the way they constructed the team. They wanted to get under the certain levels of luxury tax. And this offseason, they've already done a good job in clearing a lot of money. They had, I believe, six player options. They could have brought a number of guys back. They chose to bring back only two of them by clearing, you know, they cleared $9 million off of Joe Kelly's salary. They, they cleared, you know, $6 million off of Daniel Hudson's salary. They were able to restructure Max Muncy's contract where I think He's only making $7 million this year as opposed to $14 million next year. So just off of those player options alone, the Dodgers cleared about 20 to $30 million. So they've been making a lot of these smart kind of moves where I know it's not something that really catches your eye, but when you're, when you're signing showing a potentially 40 to $50 million a year, you need to save every way you could potentially can. Well, and don't forget J.D. Martinez, Blake, and Blake Harris, our Dodger insider. Follow him on Twitter, at Blake H. Harris. Subscribe to the podcast inside the ravine. And of course, most importantly, subscribe to his Substack where he's doing the Lord's work there. But JD Martinez, because he's the DH. And that's in theory what you'd see Otani probably play the most if he were a Dodger. Yeah, I mean, JD Martinez, you could have given him the qualifying offer, which would have been for $20 million. And if you get the same production you got last year, that would be an absolute bargain. So the Dodgers were, you know, not taking up that option showed. They want to save that $20 million and give it towards Otani as well. So, yeah, as of right now, you know, the first few weeks of the offseason, the Dodgers are showing it. They're doing everything they can to set them up perfectly to uh, give Otani whatever it is he wants. And whatever that price is, I think Andrew Friedman, there was also a report the other day that came out that said, Andrew Friedman is going to do whatever it takes. He, he wants Otani and he wants him bad. And I know that, you know, he might have been a little stingy with guys in the past, but I think with Otani, he, he's ready to break the bank. And I think the owners are, are willing to break the bank as well.
All right, Blake, besides Otani, which is obviously the headline everybody's talking about, what do you think is going to happen with the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw? That's a little interesting because I, I already thought it was 50-50 when the season ended. Either he retires or he comes back to the Dodgers. But after he underwent this surgery last week for his shoulder, I think this actually makes it more likely that Clayton Kershaw's back. And I think, I think it makes it more likely the Dodgers get him at a pretty significant discounted rate because if he's not back until, let's say, July or August, you're only getting a couple months of Kershaw and, I don't know, maybe give him something like a $4 million, $5 million contract. So I know Clayton Kershaw made something like 19 to $20 million last year, which for a guy his age, you know, he only gives you a couple months of the season. That's a little bit risky. But if you only have to play Kershaw a couple million, I, I think that makes it a no-brainer for the Dodgers to bring him back. And especially, I, I don't think the Rangers, I know that's a team that he's been kind of rumored to the last couple of years. They just won a World Series. I, I don't think the Rangers necessarily need or, or want Kershaw at this point. I really feel like Kershaw's market is going to be out of the Dodgers or no one else. So I think by Kershaw actually undergoing the surgery, I think he's, I'll say a 60 to 70% chance he's back with the Dodgers. Well, and the Rangers already have DeGrom, who's a sack full of injuries. They don't need another pitcher who's going to be injury-prone. Now, one last one for me. What else do the Dodgers desperately need, in your opinion? I think the Dodgers desperately need to be on the phone with the Milwaukee Brewers as soon as tonight. And they need to be doing whatever they can to be acquiring Corbin Burns because the Brewers pretty much came out and said, Everyone is on the table. We are willing to listen to offers on anyone. And Corbin Burns is one of the best starting pitchers in all of baseball. Signing winner a couple of years ago was great last season. Only one year of control left, so he's going to be cheaper than you know acquiring your average big-time starting pitcher. And the Dodgers desperately need starting pitching. We saw what happened in the postseason. We saw what happened at the end of the regular season. You need guys that you can count on. And for next year, as of right now, it looks like it's Walker Buehler and Bobby Miller and a rest of question marks. So, I think Corbin Burns, Shohei should be the number one priority. I think Yamamoto should be the number two priority, but he hasn't been posted yet, so we still have to wait some time there. But I think you need to strike and trade for Corbin Burns before another team swoops in because if you can land a number one starting pitcher via a trade and at a pretty discounted rate, I think the Dodgers should be all over that. So I really hope that they at least make an attempt to see what his price tag is going to be. Cappy, are you going to put Blake in a half Nelson before we go, or are we done? I would love to put him in a belly-to-back souffle, but the last thing is this. You ready? Um, did you hear what happened at the Major League Baseball uh, GM meetings? Did you hear what happened today, how they had to cut the thing short? Did you guys hear about this? No. This is like right out of my playbook. Uh, 30 of the 300 people who were there all got a stomach bug, and don't you know that everybody needs pair two and three of their additional underpants? Mm. Everybody got sick. Wow, Nashville did it to you. How about that? Yeah. All right. Well, Blake, you maybe you can put that in your sub stack for tomorrow. Yeah, Blake, uh, that they, let everybody know. Have to. Yeah, that the GMs needed some new underpants. Yeah. Well, uh, that na- a little too hot on the Nashville hot chicken there. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Blake Harris. Follow him on Twitter at Blake H. Harris. Don't forget the sub stack that I just referenced. Subscribe there. He does the Lord's work. And of course, the podcast inside the ravine. Blake, a pleasure, buddy. Thank you for putting up with our nonsense. Hey, I'm looking forward to be put in a Boston crab or a something four in the near a, future. A figure four. A figure four, dude. You don't even understand. <laughs> You're going to love oh, a figure Blake, four. Blake, put me in your highlights this week. I got Virginia Tech Boston College, right, on your college football thing. Wow. Oh, you got that. Wow. That should be a good one. I don't it should be. Wait, that should be a I do one. think it's going to be a close one. If you it's don't only do a, it, he's going to put you in a sharpshooter. There you go. Yeah, only a one-and-a-half-point spread. <laughs> so there you, you better go. do it or you, it's an atomic elbow right off the top ring rope. <laughs> yeah. Stone Cold Stunner. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
Anyway, I'm going to try to explain all these to my girlfriend right now because she's probably okay. hearing me say all these words and thinking, what I'm, are you talking about? I've got videos I can right send now. her so it explains what they are. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you two instructional video. <laughs> yes. No problem. That might help. That might help. So when I tell her Cappy's putting me in the Boston Crab, she doesn't think that's something else. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, you don't want it to be something you need to see the doctor for. Trust me. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. All right. Hurt your all right, Blake. Thank you, buddy. All right, guys. See ya. <laughs> Poor Blake, Blake is like, what goes on with these two? Seriously, what did, they, what, what did I get into with these guys? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm a young, up-and-coming guy, you know? Yeah. Throwing wrestling moves at me. Yeah. Uh, all right, Cappy, let's take a break here. We've got one more hour to go. You're in South, South L.A. <laughs> I couldn't even finish. Don't do it. Don't do it. Where, where are you, George? Where are you? Don't do it. <laughs> it should be illegal to have this much fun on the radio every day. I'm in Boston. Lindsay's at Yamava. Laura's in the studio with Christopher. We're coming up next. We're going to get back to Laker talk. Laker talk. The Lakers are in trouble. Are they bad? Are they good? What the hell are they? All that. Picks against the spread at 615. Coming up next.